Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. We want to welcome everyone once again to another live show of the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF, and of course, as you guys that follow the show know, we do the show every Tuesday and Thursday night from 9.30 to 11, where we get into all the sports highlights, sports talk, opinions, scores, and of course, on Thursday, we do our world-famous picks, uh, picks that you can take to the bank. If you need to pay your, your rent, need to pay it late, you need to listen to our pick show. Uh, because we'll help you guys make some money in Vegas. So uh, without further ado, let me go ahead and get the show started. If you listen to us live right now, you're more than welcome to call in at 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. You can call in, give your opinion, uh, ask questions, whatever you want to do, you're more than welcome to join the, the telecast. Uh, if you listen to us uh, late, if you listen to us on iTunes, for instance, you can always follow the show at RF Sports Radio dot blogspot dot com or at blogtalkradio.com slash RF Sports. Our Twitter is wide open, so if you guys want to hit us on Twitter, you're more than welcome to. At RF Sports Radio is where you need to follow for Twitter. Uh but without further ado, let's get the show started. We got a lot of stuff to get into. Let me welcome my co host live on the air. Royce you live. What's going on, Rodney? You doing all right? How you doing? I'm good, man. Hey, I'm good. How you feeling man. tonight? I'm, I'm doing good, doing good. Ready to get my pick, ready to redeem my tip. Yeah, we both need a little redemption. We both finished eight and five last week. Rick That's came in at nine and four. It's not bad compared to a lot of the upsets. You know, been a lot of upsets this past week. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, this week they got some real tough games to pick this week, so it's going to be real interesting. So you guys stick around for the show for when we do our picks and get into a lot of NFL talk. Uh, but, Royce, let's start the show off with the biggest story, the story that we've been following, it seems like, since we've been on the air. Uh, we broke the story live on the air on our first show about Randy Moss going to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. We talked about it last Tuesday. He got waived. We didn't know what team he was going to. We knew by the day we find out. And, and lo and behold, I thought it was going to the Rams. I thought the Seahawks. But only one team in the NFL put in a waiver wire to kind of get Randy Moss, and that was the Tennessee Titans. And I said last Tuesday that Jeff Fisher made a comment about all the players getting involved, wanting to see him come, people sending him uh, text messages, beating on his door, giving him a call, like bring him in, bring him in. And they're the only team in the NFL that put out a waiver wire to get uh, Randy Moss. So now Randy Moss is actually a Tennessee Titan. Uh, so let's wow. get into that a little bit. First of all, what do you think about that being the only team to, to actually try to claim Randy? Well, I think everybody's kind of trying away from me. Remember how T.O. was for a while? It was hands-off. Nobody really wanted to touch him. So they don't know if he's a time bomb ticking or what. Like I say, he, he, he made the situation kind of weird with some of the statements he made. So I don't know if people were just shying away from him. But you knew somebody was going to take him. I'm still kind of surprised uh, that that was the only team out of all the teams in the NFL that need a wide receiver. 
And I thought, like, the guys like the Rams, the Seahawks, I mean, there's some teams out there that really need some wide receivers and the Tennessee Titans were the only team that really put a, a claim in for them. I thought that was kind of interesting, too. But hopefully that's a wake-up call uh, for Moss because you got to look up and be like, well, I've got traded this year, I got waived, right. and not only right. one team decided to kind of pull me in, you know. Twice. Yeah, twice. And then, you know what, it, it, it may not be about what team needs him. It may be about what coach can coach it. You know what I mean? Because Jeff Fitch has been there a while. He's not going to take any mess. You see yeah. what happened when he went to Brad Childress. It was a mess. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. So it was a mess. You have to get a thing about what coach. Right, and and they're polar opposites of each other. I mean, Brad Childress right. and Jeff Fitch right. are two totally right. different guys. And right. let's talk about that a minute real quick. I mean, Jeff Fisher, as you guys know, he he's a no-nonsense well, yeah, guy. He shoots his yeah, straight from the worth. hip. Yeah, he had Hainsworth as well before to handle him. He had Pac-Man, right? Yeah, he had Pac-Man as well, too. Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's yeah. a guy that's kind of been able to, to overcome a lot of challenges that some of these players in other locker rooms have been right, right. Uh, to other teams. So, I mean, Hainsworth had a Pro Bowl year under Jeff Fisher. And got all that right. money from the from the Washington Redskins. Pac-Man had a great year under Jeff Fisher as well, too. So he's a player's coach, but he does shoot straight. He tells you exactly how That's it right. is. And if there is a coach, yeah. he's the longest tenure coach in the NFL. He's been there longer than anyone. Right. He's right. dealt with all I kinds of personalities in that locker room. And I, I think right. he's a great fit. I mean, what, do you think Fisher's going to be that guy that kind of gets oh, that yeah. play out oh, of yeah. Randy Moss that, that uh, I, the Belichick I, got out of him? I think if anybody could, Jeff Fisher, that was a good choice fit for Randy Moss, too, because, like I say, he, he Maria Vince Young, and, you know, I just named some players he got under control. He met Vince Young at an episode, and he's a totally different quarterback right now. But, you know, I, I, I think if uh, I think it's a good fit for Randy Moss. He should look at it that way and go give 100%, you know, and go out because uh, he got to make his stock go up next year. It's just for the rest of the year. You know, next year you got to right. deal with too. Right. Right. I mean, you're absolutely right about that. And let's talk a bit, talk a little about what Randy Moss does to the team, the Tennessee Titans. And right now the Titans are in the AFC South, and that division has been ruled by Indianapolis, although they, they've got right. a better record right now than everyone in the AFC South, or just as good of a record. Now, what does this do for a team like them? I mean, is it a good thing that he's on the team? Or do you think it hurts the team? Although they're, I mean, they're performing well now. We think this makes them a lot better. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I think it does. You know, that's gonna really spread the field out already. You know, Vince Young can't throw the deep ball. We all know that he can throw deep. He really didn't have a very big threat. And then you got Johnson and the Chris Johnson in the backfield. I mean, you got you got to double team one of those guys. Either Randy Moss or the running back. So, yeah, I think that does help Tennessee. Yeah, I think so, too. And, I mean, it really opens up the offense because one thing that Randy, you know, a lot of times you see the highlights of Randy when he's uh, not catching the ball or stopping on the route, but they don't show what's happening on the other side of the field when these other wide receivers are in single coverage or when there's not enough people in the box. There's seven guys in the box instead of eight, sometimes six guys in the box for the running backs. They don't show that part of the field, but that's what Randy Moss does. I mean, you're either going to have to play a safety over the top, uh, command right. the coverage to go to his direction, and that's going to leave uh, Bo Scaife open in the middle. That's going to leave Chris Johnson with some holes and lanes to run through. Uh, so it does help their offense get a lot better. 
And, and don't forget that even if you cover Randy and even if you cover Chris Johnson, Vince Young is the kind of quarterback that do something with his yeah, feet, yeah, right. do something with his arm, with his arm. And he can right. definitely take off for 10, 20 yards, even a touchdown at, at a whim. So we can't right. forget about that. That's a huge thing for the Tennessee Titans. Now, with that said, I mean, are they the best team in the AFC South right now? We know the Indianapolis has been beaten already this well, year. Well, they, they are one of, one of the best. If, you know, they're in the top top one or two. You know, they, I wouldn't say they're the best, but they are. You know, you got to give it to the Colts first. But that does make Tennessee a different team. And they are winning, so they're like, what, second? Are they tied for first? In so right now, they're actually at the, at the top of that AFC South yeah, division. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah, right, right, in, so. right, right about now, actually. So that and just I'm, makes them better. Sure. Yeah, let me make sure real quick, because they are actually the number one team, AFC South. They're 5-2, and two, Tennessee. Well, actually, right. I'm sorry. Right. Indianapolis is five and two. Tennessee is five and three. Houston is, right. is uh, four and three, and Jacksonville right. is four and four. So, so they just make them the best team in the AFC South. I had Randy Moss. Now I, I can't say that yet. I have yet to see how they go jail. But you know, I, I still say the Colts are the number one team, and I would say Tennessee second. So we'll see that they will have to meet up. So we will see who's the better team. That does. Uh, Add some debt to uh, Tennessee, you know, and the Colts are kind of, you know, Peyton Manning is the man. They go as Peyton goes. So, we'll see how that works. Yeah, what I think is, I mean, I think this really makes them the best team in the SEC South to me, just by the offensive weapons alone. And that defense they have is a better defense than the Colts, although the Colts are still right. the Colts, don't get me wrong. Um, and right. they're actually, Tennessee's coming off a loss. Colts have won three in a row. So the, the coast is still the coast, but you got to think about teams like Houston right now. I mean, Houston, they haven't played the, the Titans at all. They've right, only played right. the coast in their division. Right. And they, their team is looking to try to do some things this year. But, man, I mean, you can you imagine the, the, the secondary that Houston has against oh, the yeah. Miles, yeah, they're against they're running like Chris Johnson? They're going to get yeah, killed, get you know. So but, you know, it also depends on how this young plays, too. You know what I mean? He's a big, big part of how far uh, Tennessee goes. We know Peyton Manning is going to lead this team, convince Young to do the same thing. You know what I mean? As he matured enough, you know, to carry his team. He's been hurt once, and, uh, you know, he's accident prone. But Kerry Collins, I think, can come in and take up the stack. He, you know, he's sticking to the It does make them a better team, but I'm still going to get a number one seat to the coach. Yeah, I mean, that'd be, that'd be a safe bet to go with. Right. That'd be a safe bet to go with. Now, let's talk about them as far as the AFC South. I mean, are they the team to beat right now? We already oh, know yeah. that the best team in the AFC right now, or in all of NFL, is the Patriots. Uh, they only lost one game. But does this make them the team to beat now than they have Randy? Oh, man, that's a good question. I still say the Patriots are, you know, the best record. It's the latest. You still got to beat the team with the best record. Somebody's got to give them a loss. So you got to beat the team with the best record. I got to go with the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots are the best team in the AFC. I can't say they're not. But this is interesting to me. I'm a Randy Moss fan, and I thought he'd make a huge difference in Minnesota. And whatever, I know more stuff's going to come out on that as far as why he's not in Minnesota. We talked last Tuesday about, you know, the thing with the caterer, 
right. and then also some of the comments he made after the Patriot game. He actually stayed in New England after the game to visit some friends and family. He didn't come back with the team. Uh, I guess he already knew he wasn't going to be a, a Viking any longer. But, you know, and the thing is, it's just interesting to see him fit into this team, especially with a guy like Jeff Fisher, because Jeff Fisher is sitting in a great position. He can have that conversation with Randy Moss and say, hey, man, you need to shape it up. You see, I'm the only team that went after you. No other team wants you in this league. This is your last chance. And if you mess up, I, I can just cut you. I don't have to keep you around. If you mess That's up, right. I'll just cut you. i just get rid of you. You know, no big deal. Um, I so I think Randy's got to change his attitude. I am taking line from when you cowboy fans. Which Randy Moss is gonna show up? You know, it's not well, just only, Jeff only, Fisher, it's Randy, only, Randy Moss. Is it gonna be the Randy Moss that showed up in Oakland? The one that showed up in New England? The one that showed up in Minnesota? You know, and then, like I said, now it's all on Randy. You know, it's on Randy. Well, the thing about it, there's only there's only one Randy Moss at this point that can show up, and that's the Randy Moss that gives right. you touchdowns. Right. That acts right. good in the Don't locker be. room because if any other Randy shows up, he's on the street That's for the over. rest of the year. Yeah, That's he's right. on the street That's for the right. rest of the year. And he's next year, too. Right. Right, right, exactly. Now, another player did get waived uh, this past week as well. He got picked up as well, and that was Sean right. Merriman. Uh, we talked about him getting waived. He's been hurt a lot. As you guys know, he he stays in the media. He stays on right. TMZ with the Tequila, tequila deal. Uh, so he's more more so being a celebrity more than a football player right now. He can got he picked up play? by the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, he's still playing. Can he still he's play? still playing. Can he, can he still play? Yeah, that's, that's the question. We're going to find out. Yeah. He can got he picked up play? by the Buffalo Bills, and this has got to be a real uh, shock to yeah. him. Now, the way the waiver wire works is once a, once a player goes on waivers, uh, the, they start with the lowest team and move to the top team as far as who can claim them. So he didn't make it past the lowest team, which is the Buffalo Bills. But I mean, it's got to—it's got to be a wake-up call for him because he went from a Super Bowl contender, uh, right. a perennial Super Bowl Pro contender, Bowl. the San Diego Chargers, a Pro Bowl uh, team in the San Diego Chargers. And now right. he's on the Buffalo Bills, a team that hasn't even won a game uh, this season. So it's got to be a wake-up call for him. I mean, what do you think yeah. Merriman's going to do? He's going to take control of his career, try to get out of Buffalo. What's he going to do? I mean, what is your opinion on that? Well, this is his last chance. He better be grateful. Yeah, I mean, you know, if he got a chance to go to Buffalo, which Buffalo will have nothing to lose because they, they haven't won a game yet. You know what I mean? And it's a way for them to keep people in the stands because, uh, you know, people come just to see if he can still play. And I don't know if he can still play or not, but we'll see. You know, and like I said, this is his last chance because, uh, for him to even get an opportunity to play again is, you know, is 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 surprising, you know, because I don't think anybody wants to deal with what he was going through. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just hope I hope Merriman. I mean, when he came into the league, and I've been following Merriman a little bit closer because I remember when the Cowboys had a chance to draft either him or DeMarcus were, and I heard of Sean Merriman. They'd always say Sean Merriman was a better pickup. We went with the guy out of Troy, which was uh, DeMarcus Ware. So I followed them through careers closely. Merriman came out with the lights out dance. We're a celebrity type. And then he actually got caught with uh, what they perceived to be a PED, a performance-enhancing drug, and missed some games on suspension. A lot of people forget about that. But it, since then, he's been, you know, he's been all about everything else but football. 
So if right. I can say Jerry's done anything right, he did pick DeMarcus Ware. You don't hear about DeMarcus Ware on Entertainment Tonight or on TMZ. Right. Um, right. You know, and he's just as dynamic as a player. So uh, if right. I can say Jerry did one thing right, at least he did pick up DeMarcus Ware instead of Sean Merriman. So uh, as we, right. we could be looking at the same situation that he's in right now. Uh, there is one game that's live uh, right now while we're on the air. We always got a game on while we're on. And they're in the fourth quarter right now, and that's uh, Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech, a very close game. Virginia Tech is up by seven. So hopefully Virginia Tech defense can hold, keep Georgia Tech out the end zone. It's 28-21 to 21 right now with about a minute 15 left um, in the fourth quarter, so we keep you guys updated on that as well. If you listen to us live, uh, you're more than welcome to call in with your opinions. Uh, if you hear any stories that intrigue you or any questions that you may have, and our call-in number, as always, is 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. If you listen to us on iTunes or on a download from another player, another network, you can always follow the show at rfsportsradio.blogspot.com or at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. Or follow us on Twitter where you get live updates, up-to-the-minute updates, and that's at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Um, so without further ado, we got to talk about a little bit of other, other – we're going to switch gears a little bit out of the NFL because I think we need to cover this story. We talked about the Rangers and their loss in the World Series on Tuesday. And so yeah. I've got to bring up this quick point real quick. And, and Coach, I know you're listening. Coach is our number one fan. She's our PR lady. If you guys are running the coach, then you know how, she, how convinced she can be, and she loves the Rangers, so i got to cover this. But Ron Washington gets a deal today, a two-year deal, um, gets an extension up until 2012. And this is much – I mean, this is a huge reward for him. We talked about what he's had to overcome from the team, from the team being bankruptcy, not knowing who the new owner was going to be, to the scandal about the uh, drug abuse that he had at the start of the uh, training camp. And at the end of it, I mean, what a story of redemption here, Royce. I mean, you couldn't even write a better – Hollywood story than this, but he's rewarded with a trip to the World Series, the first trip for the Rangers to the World Series, and then also a two-year extension that takes him up to 2012. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts about this? I mean, hats off to the guy, no. Yeah, he's well-deserved. I mean, like I said, they went from the strangers to the Rangers, and like I said, no honor to a honor from uh, no TV to the World Series to the last game on the baseball season, so... Yeah, they, they they did the right thing keeping him. And uh, like I said, he he really I think he has a good eye for talent, and uh, he has a way of bringing the guys together. Uh, he just he just needs to upgrade the pitching a little bit, and that'd be all right. But that's one of the things they're working on right now. We're, we're gonna get into that too. But here's some of Runs Washington quotes as far as uh, when he you know when they did the deal uh, Thursday morning to this morning they met with the club president Nola Ryan. And general manager John Daniels, and some of his comments, this is what Ron is saying right here. This is his quote. He says, I want to thank the Texas Rangers organization for an opportunity to lead this group for two more years and hopefully further. Uh, I had guys that John supplied me with the with that were baseball rats, guys that had a deep passion for the game the same way I have a deep passion for the game. And it was easy to go out and be a part of it. I want to thank this organization for believing in me, for supporting me and supporting everything we've done uh, down there on the field. So hats out to Ron Washington. Must deserve. No, must yeah. Deserve. He, must deserve. He showed that. a lot of class. He showed a lot of class doing the 
playoff. I really was was impressed in that. You know, his interview, that he carried himself, his comments, you know what I mean? He didn't get down when the team was down. You know, he still always believed that they could win. And I think excellent job. He did. It's well-deserved. Now, if you guys don't know this, Ron Washington had deserved this. I mean, if you didn't see this season, he's actually had 331 regular season wins, the third most in club history. He's got a .511 career winning percentage, the second best by any Rangers manager. And he's one of the longer-tenured managers. He's tied with Buck Showalter with the third most regular season games at 648. He's only second uh, or behind, third behind, uh, Johnny Oates and Bobby Valentine on the off-time franchise list. So hopefully he can get right up there with these guys and be the longest tenure coach for the Rangers. I like Ron. I like what he brings to the table. I like his enthusiasm. He's he's right. I mean, he's a baseball guy. That's all he talks about is baseball. Uh, that's the only thing that concerns him. And, and a guy like that I love to have uh, coach the Rangers for a long time. So hats off to Ron. Congratulations on that. And congratulations for John Daniels and for Nolan Ryan for sticking with this guy for as long as they did. I mean, we love him here in the public, and hopefully he'll be here for a long time. So hats out to Ron about that. Well, you know, this team needs some stability. It's been a while. You know, they, they, they've been over coaching real fast there for a while, and I think some stability is really doing good. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Now, staying in the uh, Dallas-Fort area, since we do do a lot of coverage of the Mavs, if you guys don't know by now, we made an announcement uh, last week, actually last Thursday, that we're going to be covering the Mavs more in depth and bringing you guys locker room audio. We're actually going to be at the games and broadcasting from the games. Our next Mavs broadcast is going to be Saturday night. Uh, but you need to follow our Twitter feed to get out the last, late, the up-to-the-minute updates uh, from the games. So go to twitter.com slash rfsportsradio where you can get our Twitcast and our Cinchcast as well, too. Uh, but the Mavs had a, a good game last night, if you guys missed it. But they won 102-101 to against the Denver Nuggets, a Denver Nugget team that doesn't look that good. I mean, maybe they're just starting out slow, or maybe Melo already knows what team he's going to. I don't know. Uh, but they didn't. They, they don't look good at all. But the, uh, the Mavericks win this game. And the last game that we covered for the Mavericks was the Memphis Grizzly game last Friday. And they lost a close game in the last six seconds because they couldn't get a shot off. Well, this time they get a shot off, and Dirk doesn't take the game-winning shot, but um, Karan Butler takes the game-winning shot. He hit a a three-pointer that put us up in the lead for good. It was about a minute 59 left. He hits a three-pointer, and it puts the Mavs up. The Mavs win a real close game. Uh, Dirk, again, is on fire. He's putting up MVP numbers once again. Scores 30 points. Um, Actually, he scored more than 30 points. I'm sorry. But this is the seventh uh, 30-point game this time in the last 11 meetings against the Denver Nuggets, including the playoffs. So Dirk is on fire, and he loves playing the Nuggets, apparently. Maybe Carmelo can't guard this guy away from the basket. I don't know. But this game was a good game. I don't know if you saw this game, Royce, but but the yeah, one thing yeah. that does concern me about the Mavs, and we talked about it when we watched some of the game, is they're not moving the ball down low. Um, and we played some comments from Rick Carlisle last, uh, last show on Tuesday, how he says the offense doesn't run through the centers. But they're not doing anything down low. They're not scoring any points down low at all. I mean, what, what's going on with that? Do you like what you see with them moving the ball around outside and still jump shooting, or do you want them seeing the pound the ball down low? No, I don't. They, it seems like they're drifting back to the same old ways. They got them 50 wins 
but also got them knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, every time, you know, they, they, they still have trouble defending the pick and roll. And every time they switch and get a mismatch, you know, that's that's when they give up a lot of points. You know, Derek can't guard no uh, – seven-footer can't guard no guard. You know what I mean? And vice versa, you know, kid will be on a big uh, forward. So I don't like them switching. I like to see them play a little bit more man-to-man where they can man up sometime or zone. But uh, every time they get caught in the pick and roll, they're in trouble. But I do like this team. You know, they are going to win 50 wins. They will make it to the playoff. What spot they get, I don't know. But, can't, you know, that's never been the problem. You know what I mean? But we don't want this day. We want a championship. We want to go back right. to taste, you know. Right, playoff. right. And I'm with you 100% on that. I mean, what's one thing they got to work on? I mean, I know Tyson Chandler's not, you know, he's not Dwight Howard. You know, he's not um, an offensive scoring guy like Andrew Biner, for instance, down low or Paul Gasol. But, I mean, he provides a lot of good defense. They're playing better defensively, but it's still a big man's game. I like to see them pound the ball down low and try to get some stuff done. Uh, but, again, we, we're going to be at the game Saturday night when they play the Nuggets again. They play the uh, Celtics on Sunday night. But we'll be there Saturday night covering the game and broadcasting live from within the AAC. Now, what are some of the things you're going to be looking for specifically in the game on Saturday, Royce? What are you going to keep your eye on? Uh, defense. I'm going to see. I know uh, they kind of held Denver down this week. Uh, you know, and they if they can hold opponents, you know, under 100 points, they have a pretty good chance. So they scoring is not the problem with defense. They can hold most teams under 100 points. Let's see how they do on that this year. That should be their goal. It should be really on defense, you know, holding opponents under 100 points a game. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. uh, other night they over 100 points. You know, they just barely won. But, you know, you score 100 points, that's, 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 that's no defense. Well, that's true. You're true. You're right about that. You're right about that. Now, this is one of the first teams I think they've led to 100 points uh, this season so far. And, I, and I'll be looking for the same thing. I'll be looking for defense. I'm going to be looking specifically for who's taking the ball to the hole, you know, drawing the fast. I saw a lot of jump shooting when they played the Nuggets. And the Nuggets, you know, they don't have a big presence down low. And then they actually went out the game uh, last night. So they, it's not like they have a huge presence down low. I mean, they should be trying to go down there and draw some fouls. I'm going to be looking for that. I'm also going to be looking for Dominic Jones, the rookie. You know, he's getting a few minutes in there, but he's not making that offensive presence felt. He was one of the leading scorers in the NCAA when he came into the league. So I'm going to be looking really for him to see what's going to happen. And we'll be talking to uh, all the Mavs um, after the game, getting some uh, reaction from them. And we'll be playing it on the show for you as well and bringing it to you live to you also. And we're going to interview Carmelo Anthony uh, Saturday as well, too. So if you guys have any questions uh, for Melo, if you want to get any questions to Melo or Dirk, we're running a contest right now. The best question to win, you get you get basically your question answered the way you want to and also a shout-out from the player. So if you guys will email us at rfsportsradio at gmail.com with your questions, the best question will win. And you'll not only get your question answered directly from your favorite Mav star or Nugget star, but they're also going to give you a shout-out, too. So uh, get your questions in now. We'll be taking questions up until the game on uh, Saturday. Well, maybe we should cut it off at noon. We'll cut it off at noon Saturday. So you have tonight, tomorrow, and then to noon on Saturday 
to get your questions in. And uh, you can send your questions to rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Uh, so send us a question. We're going to get your question specifically answered uh, by your favorite Mavs or Nuggets star. So we're looking forward to that, Roy. So are you looking forward to being in, being live and broadcasting oh, yeah. live from the stadium on Saturday? Oh, yeah, looking forward to it, Rodney. Uh and and going in the locker room and getting some interviews, you know, because I got I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have a few questions I need to ask myself. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And that's always a good, you know, there's a rivalry between the Nuggets and the the Mavericks, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. And let's switch gears a little bit. Let's get into a little bit more NFL talk real fast. You guys don't worry about our picks are coming up. You know, Rick will be joining us on the show to do picks. Those pictures are coming up in a few minutes to get your pen and papers handy because you guys are going to need this. Like I said, if you need to pay your car note, if you need to pay your rent, you need to pay your child, child care bill, you need to listen to our picks if you want to win some money in Vegas. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, now, switching gears real quick, I want to get into another NFL story. This guy gets fined again. James Harrison is fined again, this time $20,000 uh, for a late hit that he had on Drew Brees. And this happened in um, – the game on Sunday night, uh, last Sunday night, uh, but apparently he got flagged for this play. Uh, but they did find him twenty thousand. He met with Roger Goodell to go over some of the stuff that he's doing because he's been fined a hundred k so far this season. So I think if you get fined a hundred k, you ought to have a chance to go talk to the guy that's finding you a hundred k, at least to find out what what the hell is going on and what you need to do differently. But, I mean, when is this going to stop? I mean, this guy's got 100K in fines, and they're saying that he led with the crown of the helmet, which he did lead with a face mask, but it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, what are your thoughts on this, Royce? I mean, I know Troy Palomato made some comments. We're going to talk about that. But, I mean, is what's the deal with James Hurston? Is he? I mean, is he losing too much money playing football? Should he stop playing? I don't know, man. $100,000 James Hurston is nothing. But, uh, on the other hand, they did warn these guys, man. So it's not like they didn't know. It just did. Really, and it's something that they really going to really be looking at this year. So, guys, you, you just have to do it. You know, and like I said, $100,000 for him is nothing. You know, that's that's, that's not even a whole game check. Mm. Now, remember, he got fined not too long ago, $75,000 out of one game. $20,000 out of his last game and another five grand early in the year, September 19, when he slammed Vince Young to the turf. Uh, so right. he got been fined 100 grand. And, and Troy Palomalu had a good point. Uh, he made some comments today. Let me get to James Harrison's comments first. This is what he had to say. He says that if you look at the picture, it looks like my head is off to the left, or maybe they had a different view of it, or maybe they were just listening to the TV commentators, which I thought was an interesting point. And Troy Palomalo has some strong statements to give to Roger Goodell. Now, he's a five-time Pro Bowl safety, and he's a hard hitter, and he doesn't get fined as much as Harrison does at all. But he says about Roger Goodell, say he's got all the power, and that may be part of the problem. There needs to be some type of separation of power, like our government. I don't think it should be totally to be based totally on what two or three people may say that are totally away from the game. It should be some of the players that are currently playing. Uh, what do you think about that? You think it should be a committee set up with, you know, including current players, past players, instead of having Roger Goodell just levy all the fines all the time? Well, you know that that may not be a that may not be a bad idea because you know, like I say, 
he he could be wrong too sometimes. But uh, it's just the nature of the game, right now. Like I said, he's you know they protect these quarterbacks, man, and you know why not? Why just quarterbacks kind of protect it? Everybody protect the game, you know. But like I said, it, it, it's it, we've been seeing a lot of guys get hurt. It's just a matter of time. You know, and Palomaro, when he tackles a guy, he actually brings the guy down. He does it hard, but he he brings him out down. It's a way to bring a guy down without using your helmet. So, you know, it's just saving somebody from being paralyzed, uh, an injury or life-threatening injury. You know, if somebody dies, it's too late. You know, if somebody get hurt, it's too late. So it's a rule. They just have to you know, find a way to make it happen, you know. And a couple of other James Harrison comments. He also said the amount of money is becoming an issue. The fines that are that they issued to me, and two of them weren't even called penalties. And I don't even know what to say anymore. Uh, so right. I can tell he's kind of frustrated about what's going on because it's kind of taken away from his game. I mean, he's known as a hard hitter. Now, I, you know my stance right. on it. You can't you can't find guys for this type of thing and then sell uh, NFL's greatest hits DVDs. I mean, it's just too hypocritical for me. To comprehend right there. I mean, you can't do both. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Can't make a hundred thousand off of James Harrison and make another make another million out of selling that hit or selling the picture of the hit, which they did the last game. You know, to to the fans and still be well, trying. Well, to you know, Rodney, Rodney, that, that that'll stop too late. They don't show any more heart collar. They don't keep running those. You know what I mean? Or clothesline like they did back in the, the Hammer, Fred Hammer Williamson did back then. So they'll they'll stop showing it. Like I said, it it was it was a big thing in the NFL. Like I said, it was funny it was, um, and then people start getting concussions, and then they made it not so funny again. You know what right. I mean? So much fun. So like I said, they 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 have to adjust. You know, everything changes. Nothing stays the same. They don't even play the game the way they did when it originally started. So they just have to change with the times. You know. Right. Right. Well, let's bring on another uh, one of our another resident football analysts here, and also our basketball analyst as well too. I want to welcome a huge contributor to the show. Um, you guys have heard him on here before. You know he picks games with us. He's you know he knows what he's talking Cowboy about. Fan. You got he is an avid Cowboy fan, and we and we all know that. But um, I want to welcome him to the show and, and, and thank him again for coming on with us. Uh, Rick, you live on the air, man. How's everything going tonight, man? Rick, do I got do I have you there, buddy? My bad, I was my I had the wrong button pushed. My bad. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. <laughs> my fault. How y'all doing, man? How's it going? <laughs> good, man. Good. You know, most cowboy fans are kind of shaky these days. I understand it, Rick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> we're going to get into that, you know, get into that too. I, 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 I had to tell the truth. A little, little earlier today, I was listening to my voicemail. You know, I got you and Chris message saved on my phone, man. I was laughing. <laughs> I'd never do it again, I guarantee you. I was laughing, boy. Y'all had me rolling, man. It's all good, me, though. Yeah, it's, all, it's definitely all good. Let me ask you, though, real quick and get your comments on a few things. Now, you may have caught the conversation we were having about James Harrison being fined. He's got fined another 20K oh, yeah. uh, for a late hit on uh, on Drew Brees. Um, I want to get your initial thoughts on that, then I'm going to ask you about the Randy Moss deal. But 
But first, I mean, what do you think about the James Harrison deal or what the, some of the comments Trump Palomalu had? Uh, what do the you think, that, I know the hit really didn't look that, that bad to me. I could see why the league did what they did. They really just trying to make a statement or whatever because it did look like he, you know, kind of went down with, with the helmet, but it was real late, you know. But he, he did do it, so I could see why the league did what they did. But, you know, it's getting out of control, I think. You know, I do think the man is trying to make a statement <clears throat> and a good statement, but I think he's kind of doing it the wrong way. That's why I think right. with this uh, CBA that they got coming up, you know, it's probably going to be some some change and somebody's going to have to give and take a little bit because the players' union is going to have to have something to say, you know, in situations like that. So Troy Palomalo, he had a he had a nice little point when he slid that in. That was pretty yeah. good. But you think, you think it would be better to have a committee set up with uh, current players, former players, it could be coaches, but a committee that decides to find versus having just Roger Goodell deciding, hey, it's going to be 20K, without, 75K. Without question, without question, I believe that, you know, somebody else other than Roger Goodell, that's why I think, you know, with the CBA that they got coming up, the players' union is, you know, they're going to try to work it in somewhere where they're going to have a voice in, in what these suspensions and these fines are like. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think, really, I think I really it's only think right. Going to dig into that, you know. But then at the same time, you know, with the NFL, you know, like you said, you know, that particular picture that was put out there, that was kind of bad. But, you know, they have a way of showing good tackling, you know, without somebody leading with the crown of their helmet, though. You know, they have ways of doing that. So I could see, you know, the NFL doing that. But it does seem a little hypocritical you know, for that particular hit to come out and them selling that particular uh, right. picture right there. Right. And, and I do I do have to say, I do have to also say they did take that down once they found out that the picture was provided by a third-party vendor, but it was still done in poor taste to have it selling on NFL.com where you could buy the hit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's poor taste in that. Now, let me ask you about this Randy Moss thing. When we was on last week, we didn't know where he was going to end up at. Come to find out he's a Tennessee Titan under Jeff right. Fisher. And we discussed how Jeff Fisher's a guy that's dealt with uh, personalities like Albert Hainsworth, who had a Pro Bowl year under Jeff Fisher. Pac-Man Jones, who had his best NFL year under Jeff Fisher. So he knows how to deal with his attitudes. He's the longest-tenured yeah. coach in the NFL. We talked about how the offense is going to be dynamic with having Chris Johnson Vince Young, you know, pick your poison type of offense now because you can't you can't crowd the box. You can't leave. Uh, you have to leave some players in the box too for Chris Johnson and Vince. And we talked about them being a, a team that's on the rise, especially in the AFC South. Maybe even the team to beat in the AFC South under the coast. But what are your initial thoughts? And how good does this make this team, or how bad does it make the team? Well, I mean, you know, I. Say the same thing I've always been saying. I think with Randy Moss and your offense, it does nothing but make the offense better. This is a real good combination for Vince Young. You know, he's got it coming out the backfield. He can come out the backfield or his running back can come out the backfield. You know, with Randy Moss out there bringing that, that safety help to the back or over to the left or right, man, it's going to be some issues out there. It's going to be some coaches that's going to have some headaches. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, how do you game plan for that? That's that's, that's the key thing. Because you got you got you got to kind of pick your poise. You got to say, well, look, I'm either gonna stop Chris Johnson or I'm gonna stop Randy. Yeah. You know, you got to figure out some kind of way to Jeff go. Fisher, Jeff Fisher, is gangster man. He know what he's doing out there, man, and he know how to deal with you know. 
he know how to deal with, you know, the good ones, the bad ones, the malcontents. He knows, Jeff Fisher knows what he's doing, man. And if you're not going to listen to him, just like everybody else, to get rid of you. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. But I, I think this is really going to make them a, a real dynamic team, in my opinion. I think they're going to show a lot of people, improve a lot of things. But, they, of course, they got to get over that hump, and that's a huge hump to get over. That's the uh, Indianapolis Colts, which ain't no team to, you know, to laugh at by no stretch in any kind of way. But that, that's a team they got to get the get over the hump on, no doubt about it. And uh, just yeah, to let you guys know, regardless of Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you still got Peyton Manning, and he's still – that dude, regardless of who you get. For real. Uh, if yeah. you guys listen to us live, you're more than welcome to call in. We're getting ready to do our world-famous picks, uh, 323-927-2906. The chat line is open as well. You can go to the chat line at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. And if you listen to the show on iTunes, keep downloading the show. Stay up to date with the show. And you can check out our blog at rfsportsradio.blogspot.com. We're going to take tickets now. For joining the blog, and you can go to our blog site and actually find tickets for any sporting event you want to go to. Uh, also, sportsmemorabilia.com is running a special on the website right now, and you can get your uh, San Francisco Giants signed uh, memorabilia on the website as well, too. And this week, the picks are actually getting sponsors, y'all. Uh, Bradford's Barber and Beauty Shop is sponsoring our picks, and, and hopefully, I was hoping he'd call in because I want to get his opinion on some picks. Uh, you can guys can visit them on uh, 1508 North Beckley in Lancaster, Texas, and their number is 972-228-4588. So we want to thank him for joining the show as well, too. So without further ado, we got to get to our picks. Now, I got to pick first last week because I won. And, Rick, I mean, you got you got us good last week. You got lucky. You got up by one game. You know, so I guess you can call that a win if you want to, you know. I don't yeah, know. yeah, all I need is one more than you. I'm good. <laughs> so I guess you can call that a win. But this yep, week right here is going to be challenging, one. man. It's going to be a challenging week this week. It's some good But now it's luck. The way these teams playing, it's luck, man. It's a roll of the dice. You're going to win it some of these games. Luck, and and, and, and if I had to pick the Dallas Cowboys against my better judgment, I was tired with Rick, but I, I got better judgment this week. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I said I'd never pick him again. I never will. Yeah, I don't care if they're playing the speed high school. I'm riding. Okay. Let me give you guys a couple of injury updates real quick. Um, I saw a story, and I, I need to verify to make sure this is correct, but the story is saying that um, uh, who was that that's going to be out this week? Kenny Britt, as y'all know, is already out already. And uh, let's see here. Who else is out so y'all will know? Vic is going to be returning this week. So Vic will be in the lineup. And if we get to any other teams and any other uh, out players, I'll let you know that before we pick as well, too. So let's definitely dive into that real fast. Oh, Hasselback, that's who it is. C.I.'s quarterback, uh, Hasselback, is going to be out versus the Giants. And, uh, Brad playing? Uh, Brad that's playing. a good question. He He's set to play. He's right. set to play. He's playing. He, he's he playing. playing. If he's played he this long, play. he's, he's playing. playing. He's playing. He should play, but he's playing, yeah. He and right. then um, the tight end, Antonio Gates, uh, he's, they say he might sit out this next game with a foot injury. 
so we see about that. And Benny Wells is limited due to allergic reaction in his knee, so he may not be all 100% ready to go. So without further ado, let's get to our world-famous NFL picks. This is week nine, uh, and let's get everything rolling. We start with the early games first. We got Tampa Bay going to the Georgia Dome to play the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this right here is a good game, y'all. It's a division game. Tampa Bay's got one of, got the best record in the NFC right now. Uh, going to get yep. Atlanta Falcons. A lot of people like the way the Falcons are playing, too, but this is a divisional game. So we got to go with this one first. Now, Rick, you know you get the pick first since you won last week, so set it out for us, man. Who you picking, the Buccaneers or the Falcons? Uh, they playing in the Georgia Dome. I think I'm going to have to roll with the Falcons on this one. Oh, with the Falcons on this one. Any reason why you want to go with the Falcons over the Bucks? I mean, the Bucks got the best record in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, it's the same situation for me. I mean, I do think the Bucks are playing good, but, you know, I'm just not sold on that situation just yet. And, and you know, it's time for Atlanta to go ahead and start coming through and getting it picked back up. I mean, they still somewhat caught somewhere in the middle, but, you know, I think I think the home field is what's going to help Atlanta this week. Mm. Royce, so you taking this game? You got the I'm reversing every pick I picked last week. I'm going because there's been so many upsets. I'm going to say Tampa Bay upset Atlanta. Because mm. if I pick the other way, it's not going to go that way. That's the way my pick's been going. Whoever's supposed to win is not winning. I'm going to go the opposite so, way. So you're going to take the Bucks For no reason whatsoever, just to go opposite. <laughs> but do you think this Bucks team is for real? You think they're the best team well, in the Well, apparently are. They record show they are. And, uh, I mean, they've been beating people. Uh, are they for real? Is this Atlanta Falcon team for real? I don't know that either. I yeah, that's a really good question. So, yeah, right. So, I don't know. I, I'm just going to go the opposite way for no reason whatsoever, just cause, just to be different. Okay, well, if you don't do that, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you do that by yourself because I'm picking the Falcons. Okay. I'm picking the Falcons to right. win this game. I like the Falcons at home, and I still think they're a good team. I, I know the Bucks have won some games, but – they beat teams like St. Louis, Denver, you know. So I, I'm going to go with the Falcons. You see man. what I'm, I'm saying? That's, the, that's, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, Tampa Bay. Okay, who is, who, is, who, is Atlanta, who is Atlanta beat? I mean, Atlanta's playing some tougher teams. I mean, it's true or not, they're not, they don't have a better, good record. And they got beat by some non-tough teams, too, right? Well, everybody right? has this season. Okay. Everybody has okay. this season. As I said, anybody can win Sunday. Now, this game right here is pretty interesting to me because this is the only team that hasn't won a game this year, so they got to win one. Now, who's going to pick the one game that they do win? Now, Royce, you, you picked them to win last week. They went to overtime again and lost uh, a game in they overtime. They win that game. Right. <laughs> you got the Buffalo Bills. They've taken, they've taken the Baltimore Ravens to the OT. They've taken the Kansas City Chiefs to OT. And now they're playing the Chicago Bears. And if you guys know anything about the Bears, it's going to be open season. On Jay Cutler, he's going to get sacked, I don't know how many times. Uh, but it is a Mike Marsh offense, so they do hit big plays. Rick, who are you taking, like the Bears or you like the uh, Buffalo Bills at home? I'm going with the Bears. Oh, <laughs> he's got kind of shaky on that. <laughs> 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 he's got kind of shaky on that one. No one's yeah, going to win. When are the Bills going to win the game? No, they got to win. No, I don't, I don't know, man, and it could be something. 
something telling me to pick the Bills, man. But now nah, I can't do it. You know, I can't do it against the against the Bears. You know, the, the Bears, they defense always seem to show and prove. You know, and if they offense having problems putting up points, they defense usually come through some way somehow. You know, and the the Buffalo Bills just ain't showed me nothing like that when it comes to actually pulling out a win. You know, they do play play hard games. They have took some good teams far, but they just can't pull it out, man. I don't, you know, I don't think they're gonna do it. Russ, who you picking, man? Wow. Against my better judgment, and I did go with them last week. I'm going to ride with Buffalo one more time because of this reason. I don't think Chicago is as good as they say they were. And plus, they've been exposed. Their offensive line and they're good. They can't protect Cutler. All they got to do is blick Cutler all day and they got him. So I'm going to go with Buffalo. I say Buffalo win this week. You know what, though, Rick? I'm just like you, man. Some in my gut is telling me pick the Bills. So I'm going to pick well, the Bills, man. Be, be they got win. They, they to win one game. And any team that can, that can score points against a Ravens defense, against a um, a Kansas City defense, and can take both of right. them teams in overtime, is do a win. Because the one thing about the Bills, they play to the level of their competition. If you guys remember, they almost beat the Patriots that, when they played the Patriots. Right. right? They if, they play to the, if they play to the level of their competition, Chicago is not a very uh, good team. They're a sloppy team. And even if the Bills play sloppy, they might they might just get a win, especially at home. So I'm going I'm to take Buffalo to win their first game at home against the Bears. Whoa. Yeah. Rodney. Yeah, Getting I'm a little risky there, ain't you, right? Okay. Well, yeah. it's just something telling me the Buffalo's got to win one game, and, and if, this, if they're gonna win one, they can they can win against a sloppy Bears team. You know, all they gotta do is sack Color. Color may not even last a game. Who knows? How many times he gets yeah. sacked? Yeah, he just hit away from being out of the game. He just hit away from being out of the game. Without question, he just hit away. Yeah, he just hit away. But at the same time, he can burn you good too. Yeah, exactly. But I, 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 I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't think the offensive line. Is that good? I really don't. I don't think the Bills. And it's, it's something in my gut that really says the Bills too, man. I just, I just don't trust it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's easy to say because they ain't won the game yet. So. Yeah, man. But, all right. So let's that, get to the next Cowboys. game. We got a, uh, we got the New England Patriots uh, on the road against the Cleveland Browns. This game is at Cleveland Browns Stadium. It's an early game. Um, Rick, Rick, who are you picking this game? Uh, you was breaking up. Who, who, uh, you got you got, but this, you, got this is, you got the New England Patriots uh, going on the road right. to play the Cleveland Browns. Uh, this uh, game yeah. is in Cleveland Browns Stadium. I mean, are, are you picking the Browns? No, not at all. The Patriots, okay. the Patriots will win that game. Okay, I could have. We could have went on with technical difficulties. Right. You could have picked that one for me. Right, right. <laughs> Royce, are you picking this game? Come on, man! The best team in the <laughs> NFC. Come on, man. In the NFL, yeah. I, I may be taking a risk, but not that big a risk. I got him going to New England. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to ride with y'all. I picked, the, I picked the Patriots last week. I'm going to have to pick them this week again, simply because they're playing the Browns. So I'm going to have to roll with the Patriots on this game, too. I hope Chris ain't listening. I know he's going to be on me about picking these Patriots. So well, you, you got to pick the yeah, I know he is. I know he is. 
you got the uh, New York Jets coming off a loss. Again, they didn't score any points. They lost by field goals to Green Bay. And they're going on the road to play the Detroit Lions team. A Lions team is, is scorching hot right now. The the offense is clicking. Stafford's back. Uh, uh, Calvin Johnson had his first three three TD game as a uh, as an NFL player. And they're going on the road to play them in Detroit. So I mean, Rick, we know the Jets are one of the best teams in the NFL. At least yeah. they play like that. You know, when they when they want to play. But this Detroit right. team is red hot, man. This 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 last week the Jets just had a bad game in my opinion. You know they could have played a whole lot better than that. And that's not to take nothing away from Green Bay, but you know the Jets could have played played better than that. I do appreciate Detroit for their win last week. You know, and Donald Kasu he did his thing right there at the end of the game. Offense have been clicking, but I gotta go with the Jets. I don't trust the the Lions like that to beat the Jets though. Mm. Mm. Royce, who are you picking this game? I'm interested to see who you gonna pick. Let me lay it out for you a little bit better. You have to lay it out for me. I already no, no, know no, who I'm gonna pick. No, no, let me lay it out for you. The Jets scored zero points last week. I know what they scored. I know. Detroit, I know. Detroit, Detroit scored 37 points last week. Are you trying to convince me or you? I already know I'm, who I'm hey, gonna man. pick. Okay, who are you picking? I'm going with the Jets and not going to lose two weeks in a row. And whatever problem they had is going to be corrected. They're too good a team to lose two games back-to-back. Mm. Even no, on the road, not. even against the Detroit Lions, I've read how to. Well, you take Detroit then. No, they don't take Detroit. You know it. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm taking the Jets. You already know. I'm trying All to see who's going to take the Lions. I'm trying to see who's going to take the Lions. Right. If we got well, if we got the Detroit people listening, call in, defend your lines. Y'all did score thirty seven right. points last week. Defend your lines. Call in. And, and defend they, your they, lines. They, 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 they two that years away from being a good, good win. Team. It, it looked good. Right. You look good on both sides of the ball. Right. That was right. a good win. That's, that's one game. Mm. That was that, one game. That is one game. <laughs> that we'll see. And then you got the uh, New Orleans Saints that are coming off a win against the Pittsburgh Steelers on uh, Sunday night football, football and football night in America. They actually put up 20 points against a hard Steelers defense and held the Steelers to 10 points. And they're actually going on the road to play the Carolina Panthers, a team that's only won one game. Uh, and I'm, 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 a, I know who I'm picking this game. Rick, who are you picking, the Saints or the Panthers? I'm picking the Saints. Period. Yeah, Dundana, the same too. Yeah, easy game right here. Royce, who you picking? Since you want to go oh, out you and them, you want to do the reverse of everything. Yeah. I went out and the beginning of the season. I picked the Saints to win the whole thing. Remember, so I'm on the land with them. I take the Saints. <laughs> okay. Who <laughs> <Do> that? Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> that, hey, I'm not a fool. Game of the week. Yeah, right. that might be the blowout game of the week. You're right. Yeah, the Saints might just blow them out. You're right. Or it could be New England, Cleveland, so you never know. Yeah, for real. I doubt that. I doubt that. You got the Miami Dolphins are going on the road, a road once again. They they did beat the Bengals last week, twenty-two to fourteen, and they're going up to uh, Baltimore, a team that had a bye week last week, and Baltimore is coming off a tough game. Their last game, there was an overtime game against uh, Buffalo, so they got some redemption to be had. 
His game is in Baltimore. Um, two real defensive teams. You know it's going to be a hard-hitting game. Uh, Rick, who you picking, man? Um, Baltimore. Baltimore. They coming off that bye week. They done had them some rest. You know, they're going to come out there a little fresh. Uh, I hard. Yeah, it's going to be some bats and some crowbars out there this week. Yeah, I'm with Rick, that. I'm picking Rick. Baltimore, too. Royce, who you Rick, picking? Rick. Vic, you took the words right out of my mouth, exactly what I was going to say. After Ray Lewis had a week with the rest, oh, no. I got to go with the Ray. Man, hold up. Man, for yeah. real. I'm going with the Ravens on that one, too, man. And then yeah, we yeah, got man. the uh, we got the San Diego Chargers, and I mentioned before, to Antonio Gates might not play. And he's leading the NFL in touchdown receptions right now. Right. Uh, Phillip Rivers is having a, a great season as, a, as so far, though the record may not reflect it all the way. But right now, the um, they're going against the Houston Texans, who actually lost Monday night. It's a short short week for them. They lost to the uh, Indianapolis Colts, and y'all know how suspect this Houston uh, defense is, and you know how Philip Rivers is throwing the ball. But this game is in Houston, and if they play tough anywhere else, anywhere they play tough at home. Uh, so who are you picking this game, Rick? You picking the Chargers or the Texans? I'm I'm actually going to pick the Texans this week. Mm. Yeah, I know. I you know I I think the Chargers gonna get a little spark by going ahead and getting rid of Merriman. You know, somebody gonna out there be out there fearing for their job. Maybe who knows? But you know, if Antonio Gates ain't gonna play, you know, I don't mm-hmm. think they are gonna have enough. You know, I think Houston will be better at home this week. You know, so I'm going with I'm going with the Texans. And hey, Royce, who you picking this game? Rick, you must be reading my mind this week. It's no way to work. San Diego gonna win. It's not not no way they gonna win without Antonio Gates. It's just no way. Who are you gonna throw it to? That's his target. That's his main target. I mean they so, got Patrick Brady. I gotta go to Houston. A big part. I mean PC is nice. Give him credit, but you know Antonio they got Patrick Brady. He's catching some balls out there. He's nice. Not no Antonio Gates. Right on. Now, that, no I just say Antonio Gates will not play. He's just he's 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 just probable right now, but he is hurt. Well, uh, Houston in Houston, I gotta go to Houston. I'm, I told you I'm wild this week, so I'm gonna go wild. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go wild with you. I'm gonna pick the Texans too, only because my our good call, our good friend Houston Joe, sent me an email yeah. said the Texans are gonna win this week, so I'm gonna ride with him. He's a good, he's a good listener to the show. So I'm gonna ride with the Texans this week at home. And if they do play tough anywhere, they play tough at home, and they need to win this game. And they're gonna stay in the in the conference. I mean, in the division with uh, Indianapolis and with uh, with the Colts. So if they're gonna hang around, they gotta win this game. I hope they know that. So they gotta do something. And if Antonio Gates is hurt, he's not gonna be effective. I don't think anyway. Because uh, if they got anything on defense, they do got a, a front four and some and a few linebackers. So. We'll see what happens with that. Now you got the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they're coming off um, a, they're coming off a loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 38 to 35. Uh, game when Legarrette Blunt had his breakout, uh, his debut in the NFL. As far as I'm concerned, uh, then they're going up against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings without Randy Moss, with a hurt Brett Favre limping around. Although Tavares Jackson did come in and do those. Two quick passes for a touchdown and a and a two point conversion, uh, but they never he never got the ball back again in the rest of that game. 
And you still got Percy Harvin. Now he's going to command a lot more coverage. His game is at home for Minnesota. A must-win game for them because if they don't win this game, Brad Tilders might not make it to Monday with some of the stuff he's done this season. Well, Rick, who do you like this game? you like the Cardinals or do you like the uh, Minnesota Vikings? I'm going to go ahead and uh, roll with the Vikings. You know, the, I, I don't trust nothing that the Cardinals is doing. The Vikings done went on and got rid of Randy Moss. You know, maybe they're going to try to spark something. And I would really like to see Tavares get a chance to play. Brett Favre needs to sit down somewhere, man. But some tell me the Vikings is going to win this game. I'm going to go ahead and pick them. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings as well, too, because I think they're a better team than the Cardinals. If they if they lose to the Cardinals, I, I can only imagine what's going to happen or what's going to be in the papers on Monday morning in Minneapolis. Uh, Royce, who are you picking this game? You like the Cardinals or Minnesota at home? I'm going wild this week. I'm going with Arizona simply because of this reason. Oh. The only other team, the only other team that's worse than Minnesota is Dallas, and they just like Dallas. <laughs> so I'm going with Arizona. Royce, you're looking to pull out a win this weekend, either a win or a loss, huh? That's right. Yeah. I'm going all out. I'm going all out. See, I see. Well, it's been happening anyway. It's been happening anyway. Somebody's going to be somebody Sunday. I guarantee you that. Somebody's going to upset somebody. Now you, got the New, you got the New York Giants, the uh, top team in the NFC East right now, going against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are actually coming off of a uh, – actually coming off of a um, – they uh, they're coming, actually coming off of a uh, loss, yeah. yeah. Coming yeah. off a of loss to Oakland. They got whooped by Oakland, 33-3. to They got beat by Oakland. Yeah, they got beat pretty bad. They didn't score a touchdown or anything in that game. Going up against the Giants, uh, this game is going to be played in Seattle, in the great Northwest, at Quest Field. Uh, Rick, who you like this game? Man, if Oakland could come out and put up 60 points on one team, <laughs> and then come out the next week, and the team that they play, let them put up half of that. Something has got to be wrong with that team. It is no way you're supposed to let Oakland come out there and do something like that. Seattle is terrible. They are going to lose this week. Mm-hmm. So the party's over for the for the coach for the college atmosphere atmosphere of the Seattle Seahawks. Royce, what you think about this one? So far, the Giants is the best team in the NFC. I got to roll with the Giants. They keep rolling. Yeah, I'm picking the Giants, too, although I hate to say it. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Giants, too, because, I mean, any anyone with any dollar to bet anything is going to bet on the Giants to beat the Seattle Seahawks. Right. Uh, no matter where they play on the road, at home, or overseas in London, don't make no difference. Now, this game here, another NFC East team is at home this time. And that's the Eagles. We're going to see the return of uh, Michael Vick, the return of Deshaun Jackson. He's supposed to play this game as well. And they're taking on the Colts. Uh, Peyton Manning-led team. The team that put up 30 points Monday night. But they're going to Philly to play another NFC team. And they always have trouble with some of the NFC teams as well, too. Uh, so, Rick, who you picking, man? You got the Colts. And you got Mike Vick and the uh, Eagles. Man, it's you know I I have to admit it's good to see Mike Vick come back and Deshaun Jackson come back and get him some action, but I don't think they're gonna bring enough to to beat the Indianapolis Colts. 
I think Peyton Manning is going to shred their defense. That's Not even I at home? You think they're playing tough at home? I think Peyton Manning is going to shred their defense. <laughs> Period. Right. Peyton Manning is going to give them all they want. Mm. I'm going with the Colts. Now, Royce, you've been on Mike Vick's bandwagon since he started the season. You were saying that he could have an MVP year this year before he got hurt. And he was one of the most dynamic players in the NFL before he got hurt. He's making his return to the offense and leading the team once again, once again at a home game. So I'm interested to know, are you going to pick Vic to beat Peyton Manning? Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Who's the better quarterback? On one hand, I got Mike Vick. The other hand, I got Peyton Manning. I got to go with Peyton Manning. Mm. I'm about to pick Peyton Manning as well, too, because I feel like the Colts are going to always win more games than lose. Uh, it's just the law of nature. That's just the way it works. One thing you can always count on is uh, Texas and Peyton Manning is going to win some more, win more games and lose games. So I'm going to go with the Colts on this one, too. I know it's going to be a good game. It's going to be an afternoon game, so I hope we get a chance to watch right. that one. It's going to be a real good game. Real good game. You saw you saw Peyton throwing the other night. You out there looking like, oh, yeah. you know, I know you looking like me. Man, who, who was that he just threw the ball to? Who was right. that? It yeah. doesn't matter. Right. It right. doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. That We talk about systems all the yeah, time. Yeah, it was a bad quarterback. We talk right. about systems all the time, and that's a system right there. And that's a system ran by not by a coach. But by a quarterback, about that. Right. so you got to you got to get your hats off to that man. That's a real system right there. Uh, man, the last uh, late game or after late or afternoon game is going to be another divisional game, and this game right here is a is a good game to pick right here. This will really make make or break you winning uh, this week on the picks. This is going to be a close game, I think. But you got the Kansas City Chiefs on the road playing the uh, resurgent Oakland Raiders. A team that's putting up a lot of offensive points. Uh, McFadden's rushing for over 100 yards. Campbell's having 300 yards passing. And, Rick, you said that they put up almost 61 game and 33 the next game. Now, they're going against a good Kansas City Chiefs team, a team that's got a good defense, although they're better right. at home than they are on the road. So I'm interested to know who you're going to pick in this one. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm mm. going with the Chiefs. I know the Raiders. On the road. You're the going Raiders. with the Chiefs to go into the black hole. I think their defense is good enough to stop what Oakland is doing. I really do. I don't think Oakland is just resurging like that. You know, I think they'll be able to stop McFadden. Jason Campbell, come on. Jason <laughs> Campbell. Yeah, yeah. He had a good week. He had a good week. I, I'm, I'm, you know what, man? I'm picking the Raiders. I've I rolled with the Raiders the last two weeks, and I'm rolling with the Raiders, man. The Raiders, I, if they can do what they did, on the road, then I know they can do what they, they did at home. So I'm going with the Raiders. I think the fans will be up for it. That Bay Area is already buzzing over the San Francisco Giants win, and they're going to be buzzing over the Oakland Raiders the way they're playing right now. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Raiders, man. Well, I don't think it's – I think it's Kansas City year. I got to – and they showed me a lot too this year. I'm going to roll with Kansas City. They're going to win that division. Gonna okay. win this is gonna be my this is gonna be my ledge game. I'm on the ledge on this game. This yeah, be my I think, ledge can, I right think Kansas City's gonna shut it down. Jason Campbell might, you know, he's good to go out there and get you 200 yards, you know, 225 or something. And but obviously, 300, it's 300 and now, nah, man. Come on. Yeah, and and an interception. He's good for an interception. 
Yeah. Now we do have uh we do have callers lining up. We're gonna get definitely get you guys on. We got about twenty minutes left in the program. So just hang tight, we're gonna get your guys on as soon as we finish up the picks here. Uh so let's get these wrapped up real fast. Uh last game to really pick before we get into some in depth talk, and that's the uh Monday night game with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. This game is in Cincinnati. Uh as you guys know, TO seems to be scoring all the touchdowns for Cincinnati right now. Pittsburgh's coming off a loss. Cincinnati's coming off a loss. But as you guys know, it's Monday Night Football, and stars show up in Monday Night Football. So you got to look for James Harrison to, to show up. He's been in the news this week. you got to look for Ben to show up. His first time in the limelight since coming back off of the suspension. But T.O., y'all know how T.O. plays on Monday night. And then you got Ocho Cinco trying to show up as well, too. So I'm interested to really know. Rick, who you taking this game? I mean, you got two teams. Both of them need to win right now. They're basically playing in the same state, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. So who you picking? Man, Pittsburgh is going to go in there and play really, really hard. They I think James Harrison is going to end up letting up a little bit just because of some stuff that he's been through. I think the team as a whole is going to play hard, though. But – for some reason, I think Cincinnati is going to pull this one out. T.O. loves Monday night. He loves the lights. Johnson loves the lights. You know, I'm telling you, I got a feeling that Cincinnati is going to pull this one out, and they're going to end up getting about four touchdowns out the deal. Mm, mm, mm. Rose, who you picking, man? Vic, you must have been stuck in my house, man. <laughs> <laughs> You, you must be reading my thoughts. You know what? I say Pittsburgh lose again, and I'm gonna go with Cincinnati because I, I think I don't think the Steelers as good as they record say they are. Mm. And they're good now. <laughs> they are good teams. They beat some good teams without without Ben. Well, let me tell you something. They got exposed. By a not so great New Orleans team too. Well, I just think that's been happening in the NFL. We've been seeing yeah. that. But you know what though? I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm picking the Bengals too, and, and the reason I'm picking them is because of the Monday night factor number one. And you got to tip your cap to the to the home team on Monday night. I mean, it's a home game Monday night is, is a huge advantage. Number one, number two. You're right, Royce. I mean, they got beat by New Orleans uh, last week. I think New Orleans showed them a little, showed the world a little bit somehow how to beat the Steelers. Number one, and if you remember the week before, they had that controversial call the goal line with Ben when they played Miami. And, you know, they really didn't win that game. If it wasn't for that call, they went their way. So I mean, they they almost lost against Miami. And that was a road game as well too for them. So I'm going I'm to have to go with the Bengals in this one, man. And the Bengals, if you know, they swept their division last year. They beat these teams twice last year, the Ravens and the and the Steelers last year. So if they can beat anybody, I hope they can beat the teams in their division. So I'm going to have to go with the Bengals on this one too, man. So I think we're wow. in agreement on that. Now, wow. now Rick, let me, let me just to recap real quick, Rick, your ledge game. Well, you out there on the ledge by yourself. It's going to be the Bears. You picked them to beat the Bills. Me and Royce got the Bills in both games. And Royce, your ledge game is going to be the um, the Bucks. You got the Bucks beating the Falcons. So it's going to be your make it or break it game. 
And my alleged game is going to be the Raiders uh, beating KC. So we're going to one more game. I know. That's the game we're going to get to right now. So without let me let's get into this cowboy game. We gotta talk hold about on, hold this. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. But but other than that, we all we we all pick the same picks. Other than that, uh, yeah. It's Except for I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Royce is on the ledge again with the Cardinals. He got the Cardinals over the Vikings. Other than that, we all on the same page. Yeah, I'm going we all got the, We all like oh, the, uh, we all like the Pats. We all like the Jets, the Saints, the Ravens. The Texans, the Giants, the Colts, and the Bengals. We all on page with them. Oh, we drinking the same drink this week. Yeah, we all on page. Hey, man, great minds think alike. It's the only thing I can tell you. For real? It's only thing you better just win the games that you're on the ledge on. It's on the only thing I can tell you, man. Some <laughs> of the games you be, we be watching, you be checking your scoreboard on them. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, for real well, talk. I don't know where they've been playing. The NFL has been. We got to check every score. Come on. Yeah, yeah you're right about that. Let me bring like on another caller real quick before we get into the uh, the big game, and it's going to be the uh, the Cowboy game, of course. Let me get into a caller real quick. Um, and, caller, you're going to be live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Let me bring you on real fast here. And this is another contributor to the show. He missed the picks this time. He missed them last week, too. But I know he got some comments about this Cowboys and Green Bay game. Uh, so let me welcome on the show. Chosen, uh, you're on the show, man. What's going on? Hey, what's going on with it, man? What's going on with it, our sports show family? Hey, what's happening, bro? How you doing? What's going uh, on? Uh, this feels good to be back where I'm where I supposed to be at, man. I apologize to you gentlemen about not, not being around for the picks, but I, I I do have to say, you know, I'm 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 pretty much on board with you guys with everything that you picked as far as this cowboy game though. Um I I, I mean this is gonna sound, you know, disloyal, but you know, I'm 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 rolling with Green Bay, man. I I, I think oh. they're gonna get us. Now, let me ask you, you like something now, 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 now hold on, before you say that, let me let me just lay it out real quick. Let me let me lay let me lay this out here real quick for you. Now the right game here. is in Lambeau Field. It's a Sunday night game, but let's not yeah. make any mistake about it. Green Bay did not score a touchdown last week. They scored three field goals to win the game. They, they did hold the Jets. They did hold the Jets to zero points. So I gotta give them. I gotta give them props on that. They're the first NFL team to, to pitch a shutout this season so far. But the Cowboys did put up thirty-five points, even though they did lose the game. Kidder did go for over 300 yards in that game. And, of course, a couple of those interceptions, you got to put them on the on the receivers. But you're giving them no chance to win in Green Bay on Sunday night. Am I, am I correct on that? Well, I mean, hey, you know, even the sun smiles on a dog's rear end every now and then. But I, I just, you know, it, after, after the loss against the Giants, I mean, I just knew that there was no, no win left in our cell this season. You know, we'll, we'll get some more wins, and I, I just see a team that really doesn't know what they're going to do right now. I mean, you know, hey, I, I'm I'm happy to have Kidna aboard, you know, a veteran in there making better decisions, I think, than Romo has been making. But at the same time, nah, nah. If Green Bay hails New York to zero, then... I, I I don't know what to say about the Cowboys because that's hard nosed football. Now, Royce, before you pile into the conversation, let me give you some comments that Roy, 
that Roy Williams made uh, today. He says oh, we can go nine. He says we can go nine in a row if you ask me. He says people can call me stupid or whatever, but this football team has a core of players. It has a supporting cast of players to win nine in a row. We just got to get it started. Just for other players, other players to be like, I'll be all right. We got to get it now. Now, Royce, you can jump on. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. Yeah, he crazy. Yeah, he crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I did say Kidner will win a game, but it won't be this one. I got to go with Green Bay. I can't see Dallas beating Green Bay. And you got to think who's the better team. I got to go with Green Bay. Dallas lose again. Now, Rick, before you make your comments, let me finish up Roy Williams' quote because y'all got to hear this. He also says, it will be a great storybook ending. It will be awesome. I don't know if they put us in the Hall of Fame for that, <laughs> if this team was going to go on and win the Super Bowl, but it's a tough feat to cross. But if there is any team in the league that can do it, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Rick, I'm going to have to let you follow that up, man. I mean, and I'm, I have to admit, you know, the game last week was one of the worst games I've ever seen them play in my life. That was terrible. But I'm riding with the boys, man. My Cowboys Cowboys fanship wouldn't even allow me to go into a game thinking that we're going to lose. I can't do it. Hey, call me by the second quarter. I might be mad as hell. But going into the game, (laughs) Cowboys always got a chance, bro. It's too many. It's it's too much stuff that can happen out there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He, he came on with you. He apologized. He sounded like Jerry Jones. Now you come on, sound like Roy Williams. What's up with y'all? Hey, I'm just saying, going into the game, you know, I always think they can win. You know, period. You know, you got to go out there and show me that you're not going to win, which they've been doing a damn good job of showing me that. But going into the game, I think they can win, man, period. Something's got to give at some point. They can't keep playing like that. This, I mean, you know, Green Bay can come out there and shut somebody out. They could shut out New York, you know. But the Dallas Cowboys could go out there and put up 350 on you with Kidna. Get into the end zone. That's all you need to do. Stop them. Mm. Now, 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 another reporter, when he made these comments, did did kind of uh, stick a charge to Roy Williams. He, they asked him, then you had the same – Similar optimism in the middle of a losing season when he was with the Detroit Lions. Uh, but, I, however, he did admit then that he really didn't believe what he was saying at the time when he was on the Lions. So uh, whether we believe what he's saying right now, I don't know. But, uh, Man, now, you're supposed now, to believe that as a player. He, he should. You're absolutely right. But you don't believe right. that you don't need to be playing. Yeah, he should be believing that. But, Chosen, you give him no chance. I mean, you're not impressed with Kinder putting up that many points or throwing for over 300 yards? You're not impressed by that? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, uh, when I was growing up as a child, there was a very popular game on Nintendo, and it was called uh, Tecmo Bowl. And, and, and what we used to do was is we used to, we came up with a term called doctrine of the score, you know, just so at the end of the day you can say, well, at least we did this. You know, I, I think with the Cowboys, man, you, you have nothing else to say, but second place is the first loser. 
And that's what we line up to do continuously, week after week after week. And I just don't expect them to win. Now, I still think we have a team that is championship caliber, but the problems haven't been fixed. So the definition of insanity is repeating the same behavior and and expecting a different result. And I don't know what Jimmy Jones is doing. I mean, somebody should be fired right now. Yeah, I agree. Like somebody somebody, say, should, I somebody agree. should be fired. I, I agree with you on that, but but nobody has been fired, so we have to deal with I, I agree with you. Somebody should be fired. We have to deal with it here and now. I called for someone getting fired weeks ago, and I'm still saying, Jerry, I'm waiting on that press conference, man. Whenever you're ready, go on and push that button. It's like the Staples commercial. Push the easy button, man. Go on and let this man go. Cut him loose. I mean, he sounded, he sounded so defeated in that loss. Uh, last Sunday, you know, I was thinking like, man, it could it get any worse than, than this? And I felt like then it would get worse. But, but Russ, I got to ask you, man. Do, I mean, Green Bay is not that good of a team. They got a good defense. Don't get me wrong. They can hold the Jets to zero points. But the Jets have not been a good team coming off a of bye week. They weren't good coming off the uh, preseason when they lost to the Patriots the first game. And they're not good uh, coming off a of bye really week. They're, not a, they, they're a team that plays in rhythm. I mean, so, so I'm asking you, Royce, is, is, is Green Bay that good of a team? But Dallas is worse. Even though Green Bay is that good, Dallas is worse. Who is Dallas better than? Agreed. Buffalo? Buffalo? The way they've been playing, I can't argue with you, man. I cannot argue with you. They've been playing like trash out there, man. They really have. But I think they better than that. Mm. I really do. I think I got a chance to win a lot of A million to one. <laughs> you might. <laughs> but you have to believe you have that chance where you go in there and buy that ticket, spend that dollar. That, that's the whole point. And, and, and for that reason... Sometimes I go in there, I buy a ticket, and I say, I ain't going to win. And I don't even look at it for two or three days. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what you think about this stretch Well, you know what? I, I, I've been reserving my comments and my pick for the end, but, man, I'm, I, I, and, Royce, I know you're going to kill me, man. I know you're going to be right there with me on Sunday, but I'm, I'm picking the boys, man. I'm picking the boys. As bad as it gets for me on Sunday when they lose, as mad as my family gets at me when I don't talk to them and shut the door and get clothes off from them and have an attitude with them, I've got to go with the boys, man, because I just think that, you know, i got to have the hope that they yeah, will win the game. And, and, I'm, yeah, and I might end up writing another because every Sunday yes, it seems like I've been writing these these articles and these blogs about how I'm so upset with the team, and the team is this, the team is that, the coach needs to be fired. But every time we get to the show on Thursday, I'm picking these guys because I just have a belief that they're a better team than one and six. I just believe they're a better team than that. They're not. I mean, what other proof do you need? They're not. They are one and six. And you could be right, right, man. Like you he gave you right. Insanity is bleeding the same thing with, you know, different results with the same thing. You got the same team, the same coach. Nobody's fired, Rodney. You got the same thing you started out with. 
Exactly. Let me give you some comments that Jason Witt made after he, he's a team captain. After he heard uh, what Roy Williams said, he says that's the ultimate goal. He said, but for us, we've been so caught up in just trying to get a win, it's gotten away from us to where we you get to, you get back to let's win this one, and then we will get to the next one. If you're thinking about anything bigger than that, then it's kind of hard to focus. So he kind of agrees with Williams, but at the same time says, hey man, don't be thinking about winning nine straight games, let's think about winning this one game, which is a more real approach to it, I think. But, I mean, I, I you know, Witten, you know, he's a team captain, but I don't see any captains on this team. And I don't see Wade Phillips actually being a, a leader of men in no kind of way, shape, or form. But I have to believe that they'll win sometime. And I think they'll win this game because I don't think Green Bay is that good of a team. In, in Lambeau. In Lambeau. You're right, in Lambeau. Man, they can go up there in Lambo in the snow. It don't even matter. The Cowboys gonna have a chance to win. They that might be the game they go up there and run the ball or something. Man, it ain't I mean, no I'm chilling. just gonna say this. I, 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 I have to comment. I have to comment. I mean, to me, John Kidner, as much as he's a veteran, he's a proven loser. And I think you know, going up there in them cold atmosphere. You know that that is not the making of a great cowboy win. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we still don't have a run game. We still don't have a defensive a defensive captain. Nobody who's stepping up to the plate, really just delivering for us. Hey, at the end of the day, man, I say we out of there by by at least four. Cowboys lose by four this game, and it hurts to say that because I really like the Cowboys. But, I mean, you know, you have to call a spade a spade, man. You know, what has changed? Nothing. Yeah, nothing's changed. You're right. You're right. Nothing has changed. I, I can't argue with you on that one. Rick, you got any final comments about this Cowboys team, man? I mean, we want to give some of our Cowboy Nation some hope. Man, I mean, make no mistake about it. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very upset at what I see out there. You know, but like I say, you know, especially any given Sunday, they can go out there and do, you know, whatever on the field. You couldn't even expect it, you know, you or you wouldn't even expect it, you know. And I think the Cowboys going to have a chance to go out there and win. Now, again, make no mistake about it, they are playing very, very, very bad, very bad, you know, and I don't like that. They need to shape that up, man. Somebody need to be fired. Yeah. yeah, you have to give your team your team a chance to win. I don't see Jason Garrett not Wade Phillips giving them team a chance to win. I mean, you got to play on team weakness. You got to have a game plan. You know what I mean? You got to execute. You got to be willing to change your game plan if that don't work. And I just don't see that in this team. I, I, I just don't. You're running a bunch of plays is not going to give you a win. Well, we're going to see, man. The eyes are going to be glued on that. I mean, it's going to be hard to miss that game. It's a Sunday night game. Uh, so we'll be nationally televised. It, I mean, the words is you're going to see a huge embarrassment by the Cowboys, and they're going to see a huge redemption game uh, by the Cowboys. So this is going to be it right here. And they got some tough games. they got to go play the Giants uh, uh, here after that game. So they got some tough games coming up, man. They actually go Monday night football next week, I believe. Uh, to play the Giants, so, so they got to get a win in this one, and then we start building from there. So we'll see what happens on that. 
We want to make sure everyone knows that tomorrow, um, Saturday, uh, we're going to be broadcasting live from the AAC during the Mavericks game. I want to thank the Mavs for jumping on board with the show and supporting the show. I want to thank uh, Scott Tomlin and um, Scott Tomlin, the media relations with the Mavs, for allowing us access to do this. So we'll be live uh, from the AAC on Saturday when the Mavs take on the different Nuggets. They beat the Nuggets last night by one point. Karan Butler hits a big three with about a minute 59 left to put us up. Uh, but I want to ask you you real quick, Rick, and you chosen too. From what you saw in the Mavericks team, we talked about how they're not scoring down low. I mean, what are you going to be looking for in the game on Saturday when they play the Nuggets at home? I look for the Mavericks to do very well. The Mavericks kick major rear end during the regular season. In the regular season, there's nobody better. You know, uh, we break all type of records. I, I think Dirk might hit 40. Um, and, 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 I mean, you know, it, since it's so early in the season, you know, the Mavericks are the type of team to grab our, our wins early in the season so that we can make it to the playoffs with some rest. Rick, what you think, man? What you going to be looking for in the game Saturday? Well, I, I, I actually look for them to do, you know, a little bit better than they did the other night. You know, um I think they they came through down the stretch of the game, you know, but towards the beginning of the game and, you know, actually all the way through the first half, it looked they looked real sloppy out there, but both teams did, right, you know, in right. my opinion, you know. But I do think they're going to uh, play a whole lot better. I agree with Chosen. I mean, they are a regular season phenomenal team, you know. Um, but I think Dirk, Dirk's got something to prove this year. He's been acting like it. It's just been looking like it's been something different with what Dirk is doing out there. I like it, and I hope he keep that up. Yeah, no doubt about it. So we'll be coming to you live Saturday, and hopefully you guys can join me on that show Saturday, man, um, and we can talk a lot about the match. I know the game's going to be televised, so hopefully you guys can jump in and uh, shoot me some questions, man. And you guys are listening that we run in the contest. If you want to get a question in, the Carmelo will be talking to him or to Dirk. Email us at rsportsradio at gmail.com. The best question wins, and you will ask the question for you, get you a direct answer on tape, and also a shout-out shout as well, too. So email us at rsportsradio at gmail.com. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Rick, I want to thank you again, man, as always, for the picks. Joe's right for jumping on. in on line two. Royce, you know how we do it every time on Thursday. So we we'll talk to y'all on Tuesday and also on Saturday for our special Mavs show. Uh, and you can follow us at rsportsradio.blogspot.com or at blogtopradio.com and log on to Twitter to catch the cinchcast. And that's at uh, twitter.com slash rsportsradio. Until then, you guys be safe. We'll talk to you guys live from AAC on Saturday. All right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.